We are here with David Weingard, CEO, extraordinaire, founder of Fit4D, health transformer extraordinaire. How are you? Welcome. Thank you, Unity. Great to be here. It's always fun to see you. I, so I thought we'd start the conversation um, by hearing more about your mission. Why uh, Fit4D, why you created it, and really what your moonshot is for uh, Fit4D. I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at the age of 36, and I was really fortunate to meet a great diabetes educator, a clinician, who through human touch taught me how to manage my diabetes, gave me the support that I needed, took all the information on the internet and really made it personal to me. And that experience stayed with me. And uh, I left Microsoft to found the company after I realized if we could take her expertise and scale using technology, we really could do something amazing in this country and the world. You know, it's interesting because so much of the uh, discussion around innovation has to do with digital solutions and technology. And you said something that struck me there, which is the value of the human touch. Mm -hmm. Can you speak a little more about that and, and how that plays into uh, what you're doing at Fit4D? Yeah, it's amazing. We see this every day that the way people change behavior, especially with diabetes, where um, you it's, it's a progressive disease. If you don't take care of it, Nothing bad's going to happen the next day, but it's going to happen over time. So people have to really be educated and they have to want to uh, eat right, take their medications, exercise, and they have to learn how to self-manage. And for that, they need to trust someone that's really an educator, a, an expert in diabetes that builds trust with them and understands their world and understands that if they're living in the South Bronx, you can't recommend that the person go exercise on the street. You gotta guide them to a New York City place where they can work out in safety. Or if we're dealing with a farmer in Nebraska, we have to work around their schedule where they're in planting season and they can only talk at nine o'clock at night. So delivering that human touch is one part, but delivering it at the right time in the right context of the person's world is really what's critical. So you're really mixing technology in a scalable way with, with this human touch to create your solution. Exactly. It's the human touch is really what helps people get to self-manage, but it's a technology that enables it to scale. So if you look at a doctor's office, their doctors and the clinicians are doing great work, but it's not necessarily scalable. People have to travel there, they have to uh, especially for diabetes, to get to a diabetes uh, clinical expert, maybe three or four hours away in a lot of parts of the country, or for the seniors uh, being able to get physically to that office, imagine having that virtual connection with the diabetes expert who gets to know their world and helps them through the experience. The human touch, you know, is really what makes a difference into what we were just talking about. The figuring out how to make that whole experience scalable is what Fit4D has innovative and accomplished over the last uh, period of years. So talk a little bit about what the solution is in practical terms so, so people understand it and, and how it works. Great, so we get, um, we're a B2B business and we get patients from either our pharmaceutical med device clients who feed those patients to us every day um, to solve for initiation to medication and persistency to medication. 40% of the patients who prescribed a new diabetes medication drop off in the first six months. So for pharma, it's a multi-billion dollar problem. They're paying us to solve for it and create a brand experience. So we're getting those patients every day from them 
And in the payer-provider world, we're getting patients from uh, payers that include Health First or Blue Cross or Humana, which we just recently signed, where they're feeding us the patients who are, uh, their diabetes is poorly controlled, and we're going to work with them. So once we get the patients, we engage with the patient uh, for a three to six month time period where we understand what's happening in their world and we, tr we solve for barriers. We solve for barriers to stay on the medication, we solve for barriers to self-management like exercise or nutrition. We educate them. A lot of people really, they were told they have diabetes from their physician and then really don't really understand what it's about. And so that, that is what we do over that period of time. Yeah, so you mentioned the value for, for pharma and, and the payers. I'd love to hear a little more from the patient perspective. From your perspective as a patient, you really created this knowing the experience yourself of, of having diabetes. What, what does this mean for patients? It, it's really a lifeline to them. Diabetes is a 24-7 disease. Uh, not a day goes by, not a part of the day goes by where people don't have to take their diabetes into account. If they're on medications, they have to remember to take it. There's side effects. Uh, if you're taking insulin, there's high blood glucose, a lot low, which you could pass out from. It's a very complicated disease. Everything you eat, exercise, do uh, affects it. It affects uh, the energy levels you have, the stress, uh, and of course the long-term complications include cardiovascular disease or potentially losing uh, a foot or an arm or whatever. So. People are really hungry to figure out how to do it. They just don't know how. They need to be educated, and they need somebody to teach them in digestible chunks in the way that they communicate in their schedule. Um, also, some people learn better by phone. Some people learn better we're getting an email with a link to a video afterwards or a text message reminder or coming to an online support group. So we really try to use all different technologies and multi-channel communications to deliver what people want at the time they want it in the, in the format that they can digest it. Diabetes is something that impacts people all over the world. Is this type of solution, is this something that you see working globally, see it working in populations uh, everywhere? Absolutely. There is, uh, for a sense of context, there's 30 million people with diabetes in the U.S. There's 350 million people with diabetes in the world. And certain countries, China, India, parts of the Middle East, uh, Germany, very high uh, incidence of diabetes. And so we're uh, focusing on the U.S. market now, and we're leveraging all the innovation we had in our uh, early years with pharma and med device. While we continue working there, we're expanding into the payer uh, market, as I've shared, to focus on outcomes. And then we feel we're going to have the uh, core competencies to leverage that which it, within any regulatory infrastructure or workflow that any country has. We're already um, delivering care in English, Spanish, and Chinese. Uh, so it's, and we have a great clinical team. So it's, it's more about working with the right partners in those countries to make sure we customize it uh, to the culture the, and and deliver in a way that's effective within their regulatory system. Extraordinary. And one of the things that I'm very proud of and, and it's wonderful to see for you and, and patients everywhere is how much momentum there is around what you're doing, how much traction you're getting. You mentioned Humana and Blue Cross. 
these are these are big players that are are flocking to your solution. Why is that? Um, you know, what what's going on here? Have you cracked the code here by combining technology with this human touch? I, I think we have, and it's unbelievable to see the um, alignment of um, incentives across the system now. You, the payers are looking to deliver outcomes uh, and provide value-based services to their providers. They're trying to differentiate themselves with the patients so that they stay members of their uh, plan, and they're being measured on outcomes. And so they all have care teams, they all have member services departments, uh, they all have an ecosystem where the providers don't have enough time. And so what they don't have is access to highly trained diabetes educators, these clinicians with advanced training in diabetes, and a way to deliver that care and package it up in a way that's scalable and affordable and delivers a return on investment and helps them achieve their, their quality measures. And so that's what we do. There's a lot of apps out there. They work for a small percent of the population. Again, people with diabetes, you know, they have to, first of all, download the app, then they'd have to use the app, and then they'd have to understand how to interpret the data. So we love apps and we have partnerships with certain companies where we get access to data that makes the coaching richer. But what we really see is the opportunity, the large part of the market are human beings who right. need that human touch. They need person-to-person -person contact to really create change People in their life. People need coaches and partners to get through they the journey. They need the support. It's, it's, they're under a lot of pressure. And you know, they feel a sense of failure. People feel when they get diagnosed with diabetes that they did something wrong. Right. And that's not an app. That's somebody kind of explaining to you that you didn't do anything wrong. You might have had a genetic disposition, and you might have made choices in your life that led you to this spot that maybe helped it. But it's, you can take care of yourself. You know, there's right. a way. You can, you can live a, a rich life with diabetes. You just have to know how. And people want that. Right. So you've been an entrepreneur for years now. Um, I just want to dig in for a second about that that moment where you made the decision to leave the corporate world and, and become uh, an entrepreneur and, and follow your dream and passion to create fit for d What was that moment like? Was there an aha moment, or did it happen and progress over time? Well, there's two parts of the question. First of all, it's a passion of mine, so I was determined to make it happen. Uh, being a dad, um, I had to make sure that I had a, you know, some business lined up for the company so I worked nights and weekends for a while while I was at Microsoft getting that first client signed. And when we did, then I left to fulfill you know, the mission and, and my dream. Um, so it really takes a lot of tenacity and belief to get to that point and a lot of hard work. But I'm really proud of doing it. it remind, that moment is very similar to me when I'm in a triathlon where you are about to start the race and it's early in the morning, the sun's rising, and you're uh, the water is ice cold and you gotta just jump in and start. Um, you just have to go. The, the gun goes off, you gotta go. And from that moment on, it's been, it's been a great ride. You guys raised your Series A two years ago. Um, you've got such extraordinary momentum now. What you're doing is working, is helping people. There's a lot of data around the outcomes. Um, how do you know when it's the right time to go back out um, and, and really get that growth capital to keep scaling to the next level? Well, it's really exactly what you talked about. It's how big can you get? What's the size of the market? 
and which is huge, you know, diabetes is huge in the US and globally. And we're, we're the spots that if we had additional capital, we could accelerate the business even further. Um, and for us, we have the proof points now. We have the infrastructure we're executing on the, on the patients every day. It's about taking the business to the next level. So we are planning a Series B uh, in the fall of this year uh, to take that capital and invest in growth. And are you looking at strategic uh, partners as well as traditional venture uh, partners, everything? Where's your head at at this point? What's really important, we ha thankfully we have support from our existing investors and they want to commit, they're committed to fit for d What we're looking for is a lead who is strategic. Maybe they have LPs that are, have, are payers. Um, so that it's not only about the money, but it's about providing value to their uh, LPs and their investor base, and that we can really, one and one equals three, that together we could really accelerate the growth and the value of the business. So finding the, uh, that company that we have an alignment of culture, ideals, and also the composition of their network is really critical. Well, it's, you know, it's such an extraordinary and important uh, challenge that you're solving. Um, it is exciting to see all the different types of investors that are now focusing on in investing in this area from employers to um, the payers, the pharma companies, um, and traditional venture money that's coming in. So it, it's, it's really important um, and looking forward to uh, collaborating with you during, uh, during that Series B. Thank you. It's, Startup Health has been phenomenal during our whole growth phase and the support and education we get have been great. So thank you. Thank you.